My name is Andy Kimball. We have a very special guest who's been joining us on a weekly basis at the bout, who's stepping in for Amanda Love, who's attending her sister's wedding today in the UK. We wish them all the best and a great day. Congratulations. But anyway, moving on to today's show, we have Lee Van Dusen joining us. Hey, Lee, how are we doing? Hey, hey, how's it going? It's going. It's going real well. It's going real well. Uh, it's going real well. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. We are. We are. We are. We are in the money. We are doing great. We're happy campers here on the Andy and Amanda show, and I hope, hopefully, that we've had uh, the listeners uh, over the past, uh, I guess, since July 30th that have been tuning into our Friday shows, where we've been really focusing on. On, on money, on stocks, on the stock squeeze, on the mechanics and logistics of what that is, um, how that evolved, how does one participate. We've addressed it all, and we've been watching it ever since. And, uh, you know, it's funny because, Lee, when you first came on uh, the stock, uh, you know, we looked it up. We didn't even know what a stock squeeze was. I, I didn't know, and, you know, many of our <laughs> listeners didn't know. I know what, uh-huh, a what? And, um, and cause, you know, we've had you on before, obviously, talking about just, you know, basic other things, news and having some fun and jokes and stuff. And, and um, then we started talking about this, you know, as you're an active participant in what, what's called that ape nation, which we'll address in a little bit. But um, and then uh, you yes, said, so. yeah, AMC, a- a- AMC, AMC. We looked at that day. It was 58. I'm like, whoa, you know, and I'm not, I don't own any stocks. I've never done any of this before, ever, none. I think I, I bought a little bit of Lockheed after the 9-11 because I figured the government's going to go to war. It's a good bet to bet on a military contractor, and I did well with Lockheed. But anyway, at the time, but anyway, um, even though I'm not, not disregarding the tragedy of 9-11, which we, is coming up uh, tomorrow. Oh, my God, 20, how many years? 20 years? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. 20, oh, yeah. 20 about. years. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. But anyway, um, but maybe not because I'm sure so many other programs and media or they are, so maybe we won't. But anyway, um, so, <laughs> but anyway, so uh, <laughs> getting back to what I was talking about, AMC was um, was fifty eight um, in, on July thirtieth, and then during the week, you know, I've been you know programming the next show with Amanda and going back and forth, and we saw it drop to twenty nine. We're like. Yeah, well, I see. That's a real good thing here. That's a great. Yeah, fifty-eight now, twenty-nine. Hey, I can't I didn't, see. I didn't I even realize wait. that that's what I joined. <laughs> These people are sick. Uh, I, I, I can't I'm wait to get on AMC and had a massive dip. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know, he's coming on AMC. Oh yeah, yeah, down fifty-eight. Next thing you know, you turn around twenty-nine. I'm like. <laughs> and yes, still here I am. <laughs> yeah, this guy's giving great advice to our listeners. Hey, folks. <laughs> uh, well, everybody invest your money here. Bam. <laughs> 
it's so good that it, that it happened. I'm telling you, it's divine timing because it happened that way. So all of us buy in on that dip and, yeah. and see, you know, more shares and, and see this momentum. So for us to mm-hmm. be, you know, I think we're at like 51 today, probably climbing yeah. still. I haven't checked yet, but uh, yeah, climbing. Yeah, we're, we're like yeah. 51 yeah. is what I've been seeing all day. So we're, we're coming mm-hmm. right up mm-hmm. to where we started <laughs> this whole adventure. So yeah, yeah, so we are. Everybody we got are. a chance to buy in, including yourself and myself yeah. you know, during this big old dip that we had. And I think it's it, phenomenal. It, it really is. And I buy AMC stock every single day. I get the morning, I go buy more. I get the morning, I go buy more. I get the morning, I go buy more. <laughs> um, and, and, and here's what I usually the night before. Here's, here's what I'm, I, I, this is all brand new to me. Uh, I've got, um, I know some people, actually parents or friends of my kids, really, you know, but, but uh, who are very, very, very well-to-do, and you're living in Pasadena near the Rose Bowl, an amazing home, you know, a couple, actually a couple different people, but um, one uh, couple uh, in particular, you know, I dropped by, you know, dropped, gave her a ride home one time, she was my daughter, and pulled up to this amazing house, I'm like, oh my God, and I had to ask my daughter, what what do they do, what's, what's, the, what's the dad do, or what, mom, whatever it might be, and um so he's a he's a he's a day trader. That's what he does. He invests he invests money in the stock market, and is incredibly yeah. wealthy. I mean I mean options and stocks and whatever. Um, and and there are and I I'm a former corporate pilot with NetJets, and I've flown very very very. I've flown the top, you know, points. I mean the very top of, of the creme de la creme of wealthy people in this country. The Cathcarts, the Vanderbelts, the, you know, I've, I've flown all those folks and then some. Um, and you got to speaking with a lot of them, and, and you realize that that you know it's it's not how many uh, shoes the shoe store sells; it's what stocks does that shoe store chain own in other companies. I mean, they want got to sell their shoes, but to gain net worth, I mean, to really get that one level to the next floor up is not just on selling inventory; it's about you know, buying and selling stock, and and that is an important part of gaining wealth to any degree, any magnitude, uh, in the United States. So yeah. we have the ability to do that. Now it's like going to casino. You put on red, it could land on black, and quite often it does land on black. Um, so you know, it's it's a risky biz. You know, and so you know, you can't afford. If you like going to casino, if you can't afford to lose it, then don't bet it. You know, if you, if you need that, to, you don't don't put your kids' college tuition, don't put your house on the market and lose it, and then and then where are you? You know, my gosh. So, you know, you gotta you gotta do this. You gotta play this game with some knowledge, with some intelligence, with some intuition. I might say. I think I think yeah, a significant amount of this is you know I've got a gut feeling this is going to happen, and I, your gut feeling doesn't always work, but. For me, it's been okay. I don't know why. I know nothing about this. I'm doing pretty damn good. So, 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 so what do I know? What do I know, right? But, but, but typically, um, so what's happening, folks, is, and Lee and I have, and Amanda have talked about this uh, since July. Um, and I guess for the benefit of our listeners who are just joining the show, and every show we do, we have a whole foundation of brand new Andy and Amanda show fans and listeners, and we welcome all you, all you folks aboard, of course. Um, but the AMC stock squeeze, and, and we, it's interesting, uh, I'm jumping around here a little bit, but the AMC stock squeeze programs that we've been doing mostly on Fridays, and, and Amanda and I are so excited about it, we talk about it all week long, Lee. But anyway, uh, um, <laughs> I love it. The, the, <laughs> we, we address maybe re- reshaping the orientation of this show. But anyway, um, the, the, um, uh, the numbers, you know, we are always looking at analytics and our, our coordinator back in the East Coast, Cornell, he's, you know, he does the, the, the social, whatever you do on the shows and the networking and the social media and, you know, puts out the 
whatever he puts out. I don't even know half of it. I just get behind the microphone. But he's always asking about numbers, 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 numbers. We have a great large distribution program for our podcast, which is what this radio show becomes after we're finished. Um, and it seems that numbers reflect that when we have AMC in the description of our show, in our title, our numbers are way up. I mean, they're good anyway. They're good. They're, good. they're healthy regardless. But when we do talk AMC, it seems like there's a lot of interest in what we're talking about. You know, there's a lot of interest in this ape it's, nation. It's all there's the like, hype right now, man. I mean, <laughs> this is the it news. Is. It, it, it's, it's, it's funny because I was like looking up all this different news to talk about today on the show. I'm like, and everything that I looked up was like coronavirus this, you know, federal government mm-hmm. shuts this down. Mm-hmm. Like, it was mm-hmm. all just depressing as shit. And no wonder the yeah. show's working because it's an upbeat, high lifting, we're making fucking money. It is. I listen to this over the news any day of the week, man. <laughs> you know what's interesting? You know, I was thinking about this this morning, and you know, I'm kind of programming. I got some audio clips I should play later and so forth. Uh, you know, but anyway. I was thinking about this, that much like Ape Nation, which, folks, is is retail investors, Lee, myself, others, Will Omak, who's been a guest on the show via Lee, who's also very knowledgeable in this whole process and mechanics. Um, we're, just, we're just average Joe Schmo in the street. I mean, we have professions. We do different things in life. We might be school teachers. We might be airline pilots. We might be musicians. We might be carpenters, professors, whatever it might be, um, welders. And we... Uh, have got we've learned about the, the process of what a stock squeeze is, well, how and how you can change your life big time by learning, by learning and gaining knowledge, education and participation. And this show, I mean, who Amanda and I, and we started as you know, uh, as you know, Lee, with the, the Coast to Coast show with uh, Andy Kimball Boyd Booker, you know, back in the East Coast. This show started as a as a social justice program. Uh, with um, uh, insights on the news and the headlines from a, a black guy on the East Coast and a, and a white atheist on the West Coast. <laughs> and um, that's, how this, that's, how, <laughs> that's how this show um, actually started. And, and we grew from just, you know, okay, it was, uh, you know, uh, the George Floyd thing and blah, 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 and you know, black perspectives and news and white perspectives. And we, it got to a point where we figured, okay, and, and the input we were getting and the emails we were getting and, pe- and the discussions we wanted to have, it seemed like, okay, this show's got to grow out of that. And then Cornell Butler introduced me, he's a producer on the East Coast, introduced me to Amanda Love in the UK. None of us have ever met. And, and we, we just grew out to a whole new dimension on the show. But here's the thing. All of us, all of us who are part of this team, we, we are on the radio talking to an audience around the world on internet radio and we're not journalists we're not commentators we're not news media we're not we're just ordinary people like investors in the stock market doing the squeeze we're just we're just we're just citizens we're retail journalists if you want to call them that who who get on this show and have a lot of fun but but we're serious about you know talking about the, the importance of the world and the environment and the issues that, that involve all of us and that that kind of uh, affect our everyday lives, but we do it in a way that I think is 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 light. You know, it might you know make you scratch your head and provoke some thought. And you know, what can we do? Can we take some action? And I'm mad as hell. I'm not going to take this anymore. What do we do now? Um, we go behind the headlines, but it's not as as CNN, as Fox News, as Newsmax, as MSNBC. We're just who are we? I don't know. I ask myself that. Who am I? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're fun go lucky people that that enjoy spreading good news <laughs> and cheer to people now. <laughs> at least yeah, at like, least myself. 
that's that's yeah, why like, I think this know. show works, man, because it's like I'd so much rather have get my news this way than than listen to CNN and listen to look at the bullshit and see just see the fake news. You know, yeah. we are just normal yeah. people, and and yeah. we have news that we're getting from other people just like they are, but we're mm-hmm. not. You know, <laughs> we're on a different level. We're here to yes. make you happy while you're listening to it, and that's why it works. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's interesting. It really, uh, yeah, it, it really does work. And and let's get let's. Um, well, I want to you know you know there's some things I want to address, and I want to talk about a little bit just addressing the uh, the uh, what's going on the coronavirus just a little bit because it's been part of our, our program and you know underlying foundation just kind of watching what's going on and the all the the, the progress of the of the Delta uh, variant and you know 300,000 hospitalizations over over the or excuse me 300,000 new cases over Liberty Weekend and people not wearing masks and not getting vaccinated and you know and but it, we're all as we just said we're all drilled to death with this every day we know what, what am I going to come in here and make a news announcement to the 300,000 new cases over Liberty Weekend well right. tune into any news <laughs> read the paper what do you need Andy to tell you that for <laughs> What am I going to do about it? I mean, I can express my opinion. Do you really care? <laughs> I think we should all get back I, I would, and I would venture. <laughs> I would venture to say that people are fucking tired of listening to yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, seriously. Even exactly. the people that were hardcore into it, seriously worried yeah. about it. it. At this point, it's just like, okay, I've heard it. There's, there's, yeah. there's, you know, there's just nothing that you could say to me at this point that would phase me. We're just like no. numb over this whole situation. No. It's just, it is what it is, and yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. But, but you know, uh, and, and that's what it is. It is, and the discussion of 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 the stock market, and and specifically this AMC squeeze, the mechanics and logistics of this, which has so much potential to change our lives. And to grab the conversation and get on board with the conversation, whether you participate or not, whether you just want to learn about it and say, hey, I'm, I'm a student, I got you know, a couple hundred bucks in the bank, or, or whether you're of high net worth and you want to say, hey, you know, I, you know I've got stocks, I've got a portfolio, what, I've heard about this AMC thing, I, you know, huh, what, yeah, GameStop, I heard, what, you know, um, and, and want to join the conversation, want to join our party and join our cause. We're just, we, we are just folks, uh, just ordinary people who who are taking who are taking control away from what you think you know who who how is our lives managed when it comes right down to it everything comes down to the dollar you know everything comes down to the dollar yeah you know, your life you know right so so typically as Lee as you explained to me early on and what do I know about this no, you know nothing really um, is the the hedge funds and the Smith Barneys and the Barney Rubbles and the not Barney Rubbles but isn't he a Flintstone <laughs> Barney Rubbles. Who are managing our lives? <laughs> you know, uh, via control of the market, via control of you know, um, you know, I was a, I was a jet pilot, a corporate jet pilot, and we would we would when we pulled up to the to the F to the fixed based operations, the big corporate terminals, which are pretty exquisite and. Yeah, you wouldn't believe the lounge areas that those things, those places have airport, regular airports. Um, we'd pull up on the ramp coming back from a flight, and we knew how the market was doing based on how many corporate jets were parked on the ramp. Oh, good day in the stock market today. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> you know, we knew. Because <laughs> the, the movers and shakers, the movers and shakers, the people who dictate in one way or another when it comes right on down to the bottom, you know, keep filtering down. It comes down to money, what the market's doing, how much you have to pay for a quart of milk, how much you have to pay for a pair of shoes. 
Yeah, that that's yeah. That's cut. How much is a mortgage rate today? You know, how how much is the lease of the mortgage on whatever? You know, I don't care. Whatever you own, your RV, your boat, your plane, whatever it might be. What's what's the loan rate on that today? You know, in, or, or my, you know, how much is it going to cost? You know, for for a campsite today and with my tent. You know, um, it all comes down to how money is affecting our population and what we are doing in this ape nation movement, which maybe we can explain a little bit, this ape nation movement is we're taking, we're taking it back. We're deciding that we're taking control of it. Yeah. And I want to go to Lee now and say, Lee, how are we doing it? How's it happening? It's going to be the biggest <laughs> switch in wealth and power and money in the history of the United States here. When, when this whole thing goes down and, and, and I just choose to be on the good side. So it's like, you know, there's always good guys. There's always bad guys. And, you know, if you look at like, if you look at even right now, like in California, you know, the struggle you're out in LA, how much gas mm-hmm. is, it's like gas is like right. ridiculous right now. You know, you can't find it under $4 anywhere. And, and you look at, you know, uh, I was just talking to a buddy of mine and he, <laughs> and he's mm-hmm. like, Tell me how this happened. I went in the subway, uh, you know, I got a five dollar foot long and it cost me sixteen seventy five. How does that happen? <laughs> well, all this happens because of inflation and because just like what you're talking about, it's all about the dollar. And, you know, the dollar in in my mind is, is in the wrong people's hands and it has been for a very, 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 very long time. And that's all about the change. And a lot mm-hmm. of that is going to come from this movement, and and I'm so happy to be a part of it. Yeah, it's pretty wonderful. And you know what? Here's here's the deal. We got you buy a share of stock. Now let's you know nobody's going to be able to. And I know you all know this. This is a lottery ticket play, but with very very little risk. And but I know that you know everybody knows that you're not going to be able to buy one share of stock and become a millionaire. That ain't going to happen, right? So, um, but. There's going to be a whole bunch of temptations, and um, there's also limitations that humans can't stand. Now, let's back that up, but what do I mean by that? When a squeeze happens, there's X amount of shares of AMC that are out there right now. It's about, what is it? I think uh, legal shares, I think it's about um, – I think there's 513 million legitimately issued shares of AMC, meaning if you took an apple pie – and divided it up 513 million times, 513 million slices. They're all actual pieces of that apple pie, right? They're all actual pieces of the pie. Yep. Okay, so in addition to the, that apple pie, there's a, about 1 billion to 10 billion fake shares of the pie that people buy and sell that aren't actually part of that apple pie that we sliced into the 513 million shares. Okay, so those are right. – but you can buy, you can buy and sell – the fake shares of the pie. You're not going to be able to eat it. You'll be able to benefit from it by you have to pay cash for it. And if you go to sell, you buy it today, sell it tomorrow, you'll get your cash back and minus your loss or with your gain. But it's actually not a physical part of the pie. But trade it as though it was. That's okay. All right. So what happens is we get uh, the, the larger the, the institutional investors. What I mean by institutional investors is the the big corporations, the big hedge funds, the Goldman Sachs's, the you know the folks that are really, as Lee just said, are controlling controlling the market. We don't control; they they do. You think when I go buy a pair of shoes at the NTW? No, wait a minute, they sell tires, right? No, 
And she's like, what am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a real good. You're on a roll there, buddy. You think when I go buy a pair of shoes at, uh, well, not the NTW, what, NS, NS, um, you know what I mean, National, NS, the, the big shoe NSW, store. NSW, National Shoe Thank Warehouse. You. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking of tire companies. Yeah, NSW. Um, <laughs> when I go, <laughs> I forget what I was saying now. Damn, I wasn't a roll. All right. Anyway, so um, so here, so these are the folks that that control, for the most part, control the market. Now, um, what happens is AMC, for, you know, going to COVID and so a movie theater chain. My God, who's who's going to do horribly as entertainment venues? I'm a musician. I don't, I haven't, you know, I had a big tour book before COVID. Bam, everything canceled. You know, all the venues I was going to play shows. What? Uh oh. What's Andy do? He's watching a radio show. Anyway, uh, but. Um, so what happens uh, is that all these big investors say, well, AMC, leading, it's not the leading movie chain in the, in the, in the United States, and plus other locations, um, uh, is, is not going to fare out well. And their stock, um, you know, they, they, they bet. They went to the casino, and they bought options saying, we're betting that this stock is going to go way, way, way down. And if it hits the number – like going through the roulette wheel at the casino. It hits, you bet seven, it hits seven, right? So they bet $7, $6, $5, $4, four, bankruptcy, $2 a share, whatever it might be. What it, if it hits and they played their game right, boom, they withstand to make a ton of money. I mean, a fortune for all of the client investors, right? So here's More money I, than you can even fathom. Oh, yeah. I mean, tr- 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 I, I mean yep. fortune trillions. I mean, I mean gigantic, you know. I almost say enough to solve the national debt, but not quite. But anyway, um, but but a lot of money, a lot of money. So uh, here's what happens. So then, but they own the market, right? They bet they bet all of their clients' money, not all, but but significant significant funds on AMC not being able to make it. So Lee and I come around, along with 3.2 million other people, and we, oh, we're not we're not going to let that happen, dudes. As a matter of fact, because, because, you put, because you put billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars on the on the prediction that AMC is going to short or fail, if, in a way, you know, not do well. Let's just put it that way, not do well. Um, and you put all your money there, but you didn't pay the full amount. They bought an option. They they may have paid, you know, for for a share of stock that's a hundred dollars. They may have paid four or five dollars for it, or six dollars, whatever it is, you know. But and and if they win, then they get all that money back, right? If they lose, guess what they have to do? They have to pay the bill on that. They have to pay the bill. They have, you can't you can't go to the yeah. casino and put your money on black and lose and say I'm, I'm, I'm not paying. Sorry, I'm, 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 I want my money back. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> Can you take a joke? Yeah. I mean, come on, come on. I didn't, I didn't mean it. <laughs> I knew it was going to land on red. <laughs> I was having fun. Yep. <laughs> so, 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 you, so, so what happens, um, all of these shares of stock that were bet on black, and it lands on red, right? All these shares that were bet on black, um, they have to be bought back and closed. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. These counterfeit shares are fake shares. They must be bought back and closed out. As the, now, what happens is who owns, who owns all the stock? Who owns all these shares? Who bought? Who bought? Who paid for the shares and owns the shares? Whether it be legitimate or fake, who owns the shares? We own the shares. 
right? And if, if these shares have to be bought back, well, if we don't want to sell it, how are they going to buy it? They can't buy it back unless – because we, exactly. we, we control how much money we're going to sell you the stock back for. Well, we sell it – yeah, but at our price, not your price. We're going to dictate that. So what happens is if this works, and I'm pretty confident that it will, and the more people who tune into this show and other programs and get on YouTube and read up on this, the more people participate in this and the more people we, – we, we're going to – remember hands across America? We're going to join hands. We're going to join together. And we're going to hold stead. We're going to hold fast. We're not, going to, we're not going to sell, however tempting it is. Because what's going to happen is they're going to start making offers. They're going to say, hey, we'll drive, we'll, we'll drive the stock up a little bit, 400 a share, 500 a share, 600 a share. Don't, don't, don't get scared because they bought it at 20, 30, 50, 60, whatever they bought it at. They see this thing go to 500. Huh. It's human. That's who we are as human beings. Hey, I better sell. 400 bucks, I paid $20 a share. Hell yeah, I'm getting out. But what if we don't yeah. sell at 400? <laughs> what happens if we don't sell at 400? It goes to 600. It goes to 750. It goes to 1,000. We still don't sell. What the hell? And they have to buy the shares. It's not like, well, they can just forget, walk away and, and leave us out. They have, they have to buy the shares. Now, here's what happens. The hedge funds who own all these shares for the most part, um, they, that's where the money comes from. They, if they don't have enough to pay for it, first of all, they, they'll have to liquidate whatever they have. They have, they have to pay the bill. You can't go to the casino, bet it on black, lose it, and not pay your bill. You gotta, your money's gone. They have to pay this bill, right? If they don't, there's a federal mechanism that steps in and makes sure that we all get our, we get our money for their shares. It's called the DTTC and the SEC. They combine. If one, you know, the, the money is there. And we're talking about money being in the trillions of dollars. Not billions, but trillions. It's a whole lot of money that backs, that supports. It's like in banking, it's like the FDIC. Right. So what happens is if these hedge fund companies can't pay the bill, they'll liquidate and gone. Goodbye. Feel sorry for them and their investors. Then the Fed step in, the DTT steps in, and they make good on all of this. Oh, what are we selling at? Hmm, 10,000 a share. Shit, that's, oh, my God. But here's what – and so you, what you're going to see during the squeeze, stock prices climb you know, uh, like a ladder of 200, maybe 220. Then it'll dip down a little bit. You know, 200, eh, go download. Then the next plateau is going to be 280. Then, 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 240, 250. Then 350. And it'll go up like little steps, up, then down a little bit. Then up, then down a little bit. It, what, what would ruin it for all of us if a lot of people started selling early on, 400, 600, 700, and, and, they, and boom. Because what happens is when all of these shares that are outstanding are covered, that's the end of it. The squeeze is over. And you can still buy AMC and do it for the long term, you know, bets, you know, four dollars, five dollars share and say, hey, to ten, I'm I'm in this for a few years. The entertainment business is gonna be good. You know, like you would a normal stock. You say, you know, there are people who get into it for the short gain and people who are into certain stocks for the long haul. Um, and you can play that game with AMC after the squeeze. Because once the squeeze is over, it's over. And how do we know it's over? When all of the covered shares are covered. All those outstanding shares are covered. They're all gone. So here's what happens. We as the prices go up, the short hedge funds that are sold these fake shares short will get margin called. Some will not be able to meet their margin requirements, as I just said, and they'll be liquidated. Then their broker or the DTCC or eventually the feds will step in and automatically buy the shares they had sold short at whatever price the shares are available at. 
The entire thesis is based on one fact. After the shares get liquidated, the shares of AMC are sold. They must be bought back at whatever price. That is a fact. There's, that's reality. That, that's not a myth. That's not maybe. It's a fact. Brings us to a very critical reality that no one can deny. No one can deny this. The entire reason for this and the entire massive increase in AMC stock price is the buying of the shares that were sold short. And after all these hedge funds get liquidated and after everything goes away and, and you know, we, we are going to get, we're going to get the asking price for our shares. And that's, that's going to happen. Uh, they're I'm saying so proud people, of you, Andy. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm a proud daddy right now. <laughs> you nailed that. <laughs> so, so that's exactly so, so, what's going down. <laughs> and after the last short share, bleh, see that three times real fast, is bought back by the DTC, the prime brokers and the Fed, there will not be any more buying pressure. It's all done. Zero pressure, none. So after every short sale, share is bought back and closed, um, there'll be no one. Would you spend spend ten thousand dollars for for a share of AMC? Hell no. Who would do that? No. Who would do that? <laughs> no, right? The people that have to do that. <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> exactly. 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 The computer that automatically buys it just because it has to. <laughs> right. So, so if, to. This, if this te- technically in theory this could hit. This could hit 10,000, 20,000. If nobody, if everybody holds onto their shares and nobody sells their stock, this thing could hit. Uh, uh, and I'm, I'm not, this is the absolute truth, folks. I'm not making this up. This could hit fifty, a hundred thousand dollars a share. But it ain't going to happen because the human being, our people, our psyche, our psychology won't wait that long to sell it. It, but if well, we did, well, we hold on, though. No. There, there uh-oh, are people, uh-oh. and, and oh, there there's, are. A, there's a large group of people that, that are, are holding for 500000 a share. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to join a them. A right group there. of people. <laughs> I, I, I'm right there. But, but here's what will typically happen, and here's the real world of it, right? When this thing starts creeping up, and, and here's and let's talk about this, too. When, when the stock starts creeping up like a step like steps, you know, up, plateaus a little bit, up, plateaus a little bit. And we're seeing that now, but this isn't the squeeze, but it's kind of a great time to get in. But anyway, we're seeing that now. Uh, this is not the squeeze, though. Um, so we're see- the stock's going to creep up. And let's, let's, let's take it. Let's fast forward. Okay, we're now in the 750 to $1,200 range. And people who own a, 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 a shitload, excuse the French, of stock – and they bought it at the what we say it was. It went down to twenty nine dollars in early August. And they bought it at twenty nine dollars. Yeah. They can now and they bought a lot of it. And they can now get twelve hundred dollars a share. <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I'm out now because you know if it goes up, so be it. I've made uh, you know I'm, I'm I'm where's my yacht? You know I'm good. You know here's I got I pay cash for my kids' college now. Boom! I'm done. I'm out of debt. I'm going to pay my house off. I'm done. You know wow! I got a lot of money yeah. back now. Okay, so they're gonna they're gonna do it because they're gonna say you know what? If it goes up, whatever, I'm good. You know, it's okay. I'll, I'll, I'd rather get out now. And that'll happen at every step of the way all the way up to its peak. And, and when will it hit a peak? It won't hit a peak. It'll continue to go until a, a significant, significant players, retail investors, Ape Nation, exit. Boom. Then, whew, 
then it'll start coming down. And, yep. and it won't it won't do that until that occurs. If a few people sell on the way up, it'll, you know, a few few when I mean few, I mean a few thousand, ten thousands. You know, I'll sell it at uh, seven fifty. I'm gonna sell it at two thousand. I'll sell it twenty five hundred. So, but it's still gonna go up. It's a great big, and nobody's gonna sell. Here's what's gonna happen: nobody is going to sell all their stock at the same exact second on the same exact day. In which case, it would drop like a like an elevator straight down. That ain't gonna happen. Right, so you're going to see your steps going up, or it's going to plateau, and you go up and up and up, and then bam, this big play is going to come in when it hits this amazing number, and then as as Lee just said, these these you know a significant population of people are holding to the five hundred thousand, unless people bail out before that and they say, eh, okay, they might not hit that five hundred thousand, it might, but it could, in theory, it could. So, um, but they, what's going to happen then is the stock's going to come start coming down, not like an elevator, but steps. Right. So the question becomes, what what is the as an investor in AMC? And I'm going to play the game. I'm going to dive into this short squeeze. When would be the ideal time for me to step into this? When when should I get in now, folks? Right now. I mean, get off the show, yeah. open a Fidelity account, another one, tune me, tune us out of here, and go buy the stock right now. We'll be. We'll, you can listen to the podcast later. Okay. So. Um, Here's what's happening. Um, the the there's going to be a you know a, a buyback obviously of the shares that are sold short as we said. And as the apes and I'll we discuss what, what what do you mean apes you know uh, refuse to sell their shares and they hold them the price keeps going up right. Well all the fake shares have to be bought back. Uh, apes are not selling the shares they hold until the price you know hits that magic number. Um, and you know, some people can hold out until it hits a million dollars a share. I mean, I mean, seriously. Yeah. I'm sure somebody will. <laughs> I'm sure. Will they hit that or not? If we all hold on, as as the temptation and the resistance is going to be incredible, we got to hold hands, stay together, and not sell. If we all do that, no matter how tempting. Oh my God! It's three thousand a share. I paid twenty nine dollars a share. It's three thousand. And you kidding me? I'm out of here. No. Don't, don't, don't believe me. Hold hands. Join our, join our team. We're gonna, we're gonna win the Super Bowl here. We're gonna win this thing, big time, big time. You wanna buy a football team? Here's how you do it. Here's how you do it. Right? So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> we're not no, You don't have to bet on any teams anymore, man. You can just own one. Hold on to it. <laughs> because we can. Now, in, in reality, we can't control what people do. We obviously can't. We can't tell somebody not. You know, somebody's going to sell their shares at, at five thousand dollars a share, and it could that, that could make them a millionaire. You know, they, they will sell. They will. You know, they'll say hell, I'm good. I don't need to be a multi multi millionaire. A million a millionaire is good for me. I'm out of here, and they'll sell. I'm not. You know, if it could go down tomorrow, I'm not going to. You know, could, uh, but it won't. Anyway, um, so if we all hold hands and we and we uh, we we hold out um, until the buy pressure drops. You know, this thing's going to start coming down. Um, there's some people that say, hold on, don't sell anything till you get to the top. And we'll know when the top is because then we'll start to see it coming down. And not like an elevator, but like in steps, like it went up. It'll, you know, down and down and down and down. And there's some people who say, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to hold on and see where this thing lands. And then, um, you know, as it comes down, I'll sell, you know, okay. All right. It, it landed at $800,000 a share. And then it, we start seeing it creep on down. And you know what? I'm going to sell 
okay, it's seven hundred, six hundred. I'm I'll sell there. I'm good. Six fifty a share. I pay twenty nine dollars. I'm selling. I got I got several thousand shares that I bought at twenty nine dollars each, and now they're at six hundred fifty thousand each. Okay, let's 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 be conservative. They're at um, six thousand five hundred each. I mean that's that's way low. I'm just being super 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 conservative, right? It's gonna, you know, but just just for point of illustration. So as it comes down, I pay twenty nine dollars. It hit eight thousand. Now it's coming on down. It's at sixty five hundred. Okay, I sold it at eight thousand. Should have sold. I didn't. I'm still good at sixty five hundred. So there's a, there's a theory that says just wait till it just hold just don't sell anything. I think the smartest thing to do, and this is just Andy, the inexperienced novice, you know, person in this whole game, says do this as it goes up. Just sell incrementally, very 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 slight, very small pieces, a couple percent here. Good idea. Couple percent there, couple percent there, and just watch it go, right? Because when you sell at six thousand and it climbs to eight thousand, the money that you could have made by holding on that stock that you shouldn't have sold at six because it went to eight will be recouped when it goes to eight. So you're getting your money back. Don't worry about it if you own enough stock that is, if you own enough of it, right? So just hold on to it. Sell a little bit on the way up. It's gonna peak if you can catch it, blast. If not, then same thing on the way down. Sell it incrementally. Let's see what happens. See what happens. Because you know, it could go from seven thousand five hundred to seven thousand. Oh, back to seven thousand twenty-five. Whoa, to six thousand seventy-five. Oh, back up to seven. You know, like like little step, little peaks and valleys on the way down. It ain't going to come down like so, a red balloon. Oh. So this this is a perfect time to to get into this conversation is exit strategy. And yes. I believe we have on the line with us. Um, he, I think he called in, Andy. Yes, we're right with him my right mastermind yes. accountant. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, if he's on, I'd like to welcome him to the show. And yeah, let's talk exit strategies. He's here. Hi, Andy. Hi, Lee. This is uh, Chris Rajabedian. Chris, thanks for joining the show. Good, good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you here. Yeah, and, uh, and absolutely. I, I had so many, I had so many questions that um, uh, that we that were brought up re- from an, a tax standpoint regarding um, stock market plays, capital gains in general, uh, strategies, investments, loopholes that that we were not obviously qualified to answer. And we kept saying we need to get an accountant on the show. We we need an accountant on the show um, because what? And I, I even wondered that. I'm like, you know, I was addressing with Lee. I'm what, I think the uh, capital gains rate is 48 percent. I think something like that. Well, uh, when it comes to capital gains, you have uh, two kinds of capital gains. You obviously have the short term and then the long term, uh, which short term that qualifies uh, on anything you sell that you held less than a year. And in that case, uh, it basically goes to your ordinary tax rate. So if if you happen to be in a, let's say, the 37% tax bracket, then Mm that would be your short term capital gain. Um, If you hold on to an asset, for a year or longer, which uh, it seems to be the the case in the situation that you know we're playing out here, then there are three different tiers, and it's either zero percent, fifteen percent, or twenty percent, and that all depends on what your total income is in the year of the sale. So it's it's not as hmm. high as uh, you know forty eight percent. It's actually a lot lower. Uh, oh. Capital gains. They're, the reason why they're lower than the ordinary tax rate is because 
there is an encouragement to hold on to the assets. I mean, the backstory is to basically pump money into the system, the financial system. So the lower tax rates kind of encourage that kind of behavior. I, I, I like that because I was talking to Lee, I guess, uh, last week or week before, and I said, you know, it's, you know, I, I thought the cap, you know, see, I'm glad we have you on the show because I'm, I'm taking the capital gains rate percent of what you make. And I'm like, yeah, so you put all the skin in the game. The government doesn't put any skin in the game. If you lose it, you lose 100%. But if you make anything, they get half. That sounds like the mafia. You know, I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, if, if you do hold on to them less than a year, then it's, that, you know, that's why they punish you, essentially. It's, they, they tax you at your full ordinary tax rate if you hold on to less than a year because that's not benefiting the system in, in their mm-hmm. eyes. You're just, you know, putting money in to make a quick profit. And uh, that's where, you know, day trading comes in. Those guys, yeah. they're so profitable on a daily basis, they could afford the, the higher tax rates. Well, let me ask you this, and this is a, a, a question. Let's say I have uh, this, this, you know, Kimball Media Group is this, I have a business. I have another uh, business in the boat industry and, uh, you know, different companies that I, that I manage. And here, here's the, and I'm a musician, I've got a music business. So here's the question I have. Let's say I make, you know, just for point of illustration, I make $1,000 on the stock, you know, I, I bet on a stock, I made a thousand bucks and, or 10,000, I guess, realistically, let's say I make a hundred thousand and I sell it. Can I, instead of saying, okay, here's my capital gains, here government, here's the money. Can I turn around and take that capital gain and reinvest it in something else like an LLC, uh, a piece of capital equipment for my business or something else that would, that would act as, as a protected. So I don't have to pay that tax rate on capital gains, can I turn around and reinvest it? As much as I would like to say yes, unfortunately, they don't allow you to do that. So yeah. if, if you do take the funds, the sole funds, I mean, you have to pay the tax on it first, and then, you know, you could invest the after-tax funds into it. Um, unfortunately. <laughs> so, so, Chris, let me, let me ask you, if, if, let's say this squeeze happens, I sell my AMC, but I leave my money in my brokerage. So my brokerage is Fidelity. Let's say that I don't cash out uh, until a year, uh, one year um, since I've put my money in. Does that, does that keep me from you know, paying that, that large capital gains tax? Or as soon as I cash out the stock, that's what I have to pay on. So the tax, it's a good question. The taxable activity occurs when the stock is sold, not when you withdraw the funds. Okay. So you, let's say you buy a Fidelity and you sold nine months later, but you withdrew the funds another six months after that. For tax purposes, the nine-month period is what is being taken into consideration. It, it would be considered short-term. So you have to buy and hold for at least a year, if not longer, in order to get that long-term capital gain treatment. Damn it, they thought of everything. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, they did. Look, if, if you if, if you put the tax entire tax code on paper, that thing is probably longer than a mile long. And yes, that's because they thought about literally everything. Uh, th- right? There are, there are some, you know, strategies and like you know good tax planning that you can take. Um, you know that could obviously result in favorable tax treatments, but uh, for the purpose of this conversation, yeah, it's the, I mean these are pretty much the rules. But um, I would say. In, in order to minimize the tax as much as possible, definitely uh, try to aim to hold on uh, at least a year, if not longer. Um, 
to so, get the so Lord really we want the, we want the squeeze to play out over over a year so we <laughs> so we don't have to pay all that <laughs> really because yeah, you know yeah, that's actually, that's what all these people know, are holding uh, AMC for correct and you know another point that uh, Andy mentioned that I would like to just touch up on a little bit more is it's really hard to time the market when is the peak going to happen and then right. you know do you want to sell everything all at once because again the minute you sell you just create a taxable event Whereas, you know, a lot of more savvy investors would dollar cost average out of the market. So let's say, you know, year two, you decide to sell 20% of your position because, you know, the, the stock price has gone quite up. Um, so, you, you know, you collect some profits, you have a win there, you pay tax on a portion of it, right? And then let's say, you know, you, you anticipate this going up further. So year three, you sell another portion. So what you're doing essentially is, you know, you're not risking what is essentially considered opportunity costs. You're not risking any missed out future profits, but all, you're also paying tax on just a portion of your investment. So that's, that's another kind of a win-win situation where you, know, you get advice. to yeah, essentially maximize on your profits and also not just be uh, met with this huge, huge tax burden all of a sudden. So, yeah, see, so tell me, tell me about yourself, and you, you have a whole, um, you know, accounting group that you, that you're doing. Tell me, tell me a little bit about yourself and your background. Sure, um, I'm I'm a tax accountant. I'm an enrolled agent, so I'm I licensed by the IRS, uh, not to be mistaken for working with the IRS, just licensed by them. <laughs> and what that allows me to do uh, is he's not the enemy, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I am not the IRS. <laughs> Um, I just have the same license as an agent, so to speak. But uh, what what that basically enables me to do is practice in any of the 50 states and all the U.S. territories as a a tax uh, practitioner. Um, And uh, we have an accounting group. Right now, we're a team of, I'd say, about four four people now. Uh, We're based in Woodland Hills, our office. But uh, we have clients in California, New York, and Florida are the biggest states. And, uh, you know, we specialize in, in certain in- industries like finance, uh, the medical, restaurant, uh, auto, a, a few different expertise. Uh, me personally, I start off my career at Pricewaterhouse, uh, which, which is one of the big sure. four accounting firms yeah. in the country. And then I've worked on some national firms and trickled down to some local firms and started my practice about three years ago. Um, as I, I do have a uh, personal interest in investing quite a bit. Uh, I've mm-hmm. personally, I've kind of geared out of the stock market a little bit. I do still have some investments, but I'm more in the cryptocurrency world. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, mm-hmm. we, we don't need to necessarily get there for this conversation because mm-hmm. I, I guess we're right. talking about AMC. Yeah, yeah, for the most part, sure. sure. Yeah, and yeah. and you know, this is this is one of the the big reasons why you know I I wanted to have you on, Chris, is because you know. All of the listeners, everybody that's listening, you know, I assume at this point is holding AMC or about to buy AMC is going to, you know, have a need for an accountant after this. And, you know, Chris has been my personal accountant since 2016, has handled all my all my affairs. And, you know, he's going to be handling pleasure. handling the after effects of this, uh, this squeeze. So <laughs> I brought him on. If anybody wants to contact him, you know, as far as what to do with your money afterwards, uh, we'll, we'll dive right into getting getting back into so what do you think we should do with you know the money afterwards what's the most important thing you know 
as of right now, let's say I cash out, we all cash out, you know, we make 5,000, 10,000, 15,000 a share, whatever the number is, what's the best thing to do with our money afterwards? Protect it and, you know, maybe reinvest it or, you know, just in a whole, what would you suggest? So if, if we're referring to other investment tools, this first and foremost, I just want to disclose, this is just my opinion. It's not financial advice. It's always, always good to right. speak to an actual yep. licensed financial advisor. But just from my perspective, my knowledge and my background, it all depends on each individual's risk appetite. For instance, what is risk appetite? It's basically the amount of risk you're willing to accept. For instance, someone on the, you know, the lower side of the spectrum in a younger age group um, could generally afford a little bit more risk, invest in, you know, uh, high-performing yet high-risk stocks or something along the lines of cryptocurrency or, uh, you know, investing in a new small business ventures that they have high risk, but they also have the possibility of high reward. Um, for someone that's kind of closer to the age of retirement, let's say, you know, you, you don't have that time and the ability to take on so much risk. So something along the lines of, let's say, treasury bills or uh mutual funds, municipal bonds, um, even long-term real estate holding, those are more, you know, relatively state, safe. They have lower risk, slightly lower, you know, reward, but at least you have some stability. So uh, it, right. it really depends on the age group and demographics. It could be different for everybody. It could be a combination. You just kind of have to speak with a, your, your professional and assess what is the right fit, the right blend for you. Oh, yeah, and you and I are definitely going to have that conversation. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <Absolutely. here> but... <laughs> it, it, it's something when we talk about uh, this AMC deal. And, and you know, I wanted to, I, 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 you know, Lee um, introduced me to this whole, pro I didn't have any stocks in anything. <laughs> I sold a real estate back east, and all my money is in the in bank account doing nothing. So Lee said, Lee came on the show, started talking about AMC. I'm like, what? Huh? Huh? What? Huh? What are you talking about? Squeeze? What's what's a stock squeeze? And, we, and here we are. You know, it's it's amazing. But MC have the potential to do. Really, all other investments don't have. In terms of investments, they don't have the potential to do. And it's very simple. It comes down to the fact that there is a short interest in excess of many other stocks. But that's no, that's quite normal. People, you know, they, the big hedge funds, right? They they buy short, they buy long, they buy. They, they go into the casino. They bet it's just going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Or they buy market and they say, let's I'm buying this stock today, and if it makes money tomorrow, great. Um, are shorted all the time by hedge fund short shares, and they and they do it in in quantities in excess of what they're shorting AMC right now. But here's the deal, folks. Again, I want to drive this home versus other stocks. What these other players don't have is you and I and Lee and everybody else, all of us, right? They don't have us. They don't have the age. They don't have, they don't have the community surrounding it, willing to hold the stock, willing to talk about it daily, willing to just dive into it and understand that this is not some sort of typical investment. It is not. This is a movement. It's a movement. It's not like, well, I'm not going to invest in the stock market. Oh, I don't know, Tesla, this, that, that. It's, forget all that. And, and this whole AMC conversation is becoming a way of life for all of us. This is, it really I, I wake is. up every day. I spend all day. I go to bed at night. I, I, oh, Lee, I think I was kidding around with you. I think I was texting or something. I get up. I'm from the East Coast, you know, but I've you know, been here six years or whatever now. Um, I get up at 530 in the morning, Lee, 
and this that not that's and I don't go to bed till the wee hours. So for me, right, I have my coffee, I have my little bell, and when the stock market bell goes off, my bell goes off, and I'm walking around my apartment by sell, but no, but I start reading the news, I start looking. <laughs> I'm holding a ticker when tape. You, when you yeah. texted me that, I thought it was like the plot for a movie or something. I didn't realize that was your real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm like, what are you talking about? Five thirty in the morning. <laughs> because that's, that's, I, how this, I, that's how this has become. This has become I, a way of a way of life, and it's it's so hard to it's so hard to look away. And sometimes that's the best for your mental is to just is. look away from it, let it do what it's going to do, but. It's so hard because all the news, everything is all leading up to this, and this is just – it's just going to be massive. And there's not going to be a person on the face of this planet that isn't going to hear about the AMC squeeze and how all these people made this money. And they can spin it however they want. You know, Of course they're going to spin it, You know, all the meme stock and you know, the apes, and they don't know what they're doing, and they crash the economy. You guys crash the economy. We just cashed in on it is what the deal is. <laughs> yeah. If you don't, if you don't think about AMC Daily, then you haven't been here very long. There's going to be points in time <laughs> where, where where AMC is on your mind at least once a day, or perhaps all day. <laughs> if you're not in this AMC community, and um, and, and there, there's just what separates this community from the rest. You know, there's you know, but um, there's about 110 million shares that are sold short on AMC right now. About 110 million shares, and yeah, a lot of folks ridiculous. out there. <laughs> I think yeah, and there and that's a rough. It might, I think it's a little more than that actually now. I think you know, I think somewhere in there. But anyway, um, so you know, 110 so, million. That's a huge number. But so let's talk about this. And you guys might even know. I'm, I'm sure you do because I know nothing. <laughs> um, what what is the risk? And there's what could prevent this squeeze from happening, and all of this this huge amount of money that everybody is taking out of their bank accounts, or whatever, and what is AMC? Maybe that's the only stock they have, which I don't advise doing. But anyway, maybe the only stock they have. Um, let's uh, and what 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 could prevent this from happening? What what could say? Chris, Chris, and, I'm interested to hear hear your take on it. Yeah. In terms of what could prevent from the AMC stock the squeeze, soar? Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the squeeze. Well, uh, I don't mean to dive in the realm of conspiracy <laughs> theories, but no, nope, the but I want to I want to hear every is, every single thing that there is. <laughs> it is, of course, it is it is well known that you know there is quite a bit of stock market um, manipulation, and you have these oh, yeah. huge huge institutional investors, even individuals called whales, uh, because when they make a move, they <laughs> displace a lot of. Um, they have, they have a lot of effects on the market. So I would say, you know, uh, if you had a hypothetical instance of a whale, so to speak, uh, seeing that, you know, uh, a lot of people are banking on the market going up, well, they're going to bet opposite to that belief, and they would sh- try to short the market. And, right. you know, you exactly think that, you know, it may be just w- one or two uh, parties involved, but they have so much money that, you know, that's all that's needed sometimes. And they basically could uh, short a lot of people out of the market. So, for instance, you know, we have uh, a situation where a lot of, you know, people are invested in AMC stock right now. And I'm sure uh, some of the more uh, savvy investors 
might even have leverage positions. So they, what that is basically is they'll borrow two, three, four or five times uh, the capital that they have in their accounts to be able to buy more shares on loan, basically. The problem with that kind right. of uh, in investment is if the stock goes down just a little bit, they could be forced or sold out of their positions completely. And what that does to the stock price is it makes it go down a lot faster. I mean, you, you see that happening right. in the cryptocurrency world. Oh, yeah. We, we, just, we, we just went through it. <laughs> we just went yeah. through them doing a whole lot of that. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, um, I mean, that, that's probably one of the biggest I see. But the good thing is usually with these kind of plays, they're temporary eventually. If, you know, yeah. uh, the fundamentals are there, the prices will rebound and they'll go where they, they should. Uh, the other good thing is, you know, with whales is as you have the 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 bearish investors, you also have the bullish investors. You know, the the rich people yeah, that also want to We have a boatload of right now. Boat. They're all exactly. piling on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but uh, I mean, fundamentally speaking, you always have to look at the the long term viability. You know, if the project right. is good, if if uh, the the people behind it are good, go for the long term. Yeah, well, and I, mean, I, I think that's that's what a lot of a lot of you know us apes are are doing as well. So Andy, I don't think I've I've said this to you before, but you know this isn't just a you know we're gonna squeeze we we get out and that's it. Uh, I mean I would say a vast majority of us are hanging on to some AMC shares, you know, and are are actually you know in this company. I mean they're making big moves, they're profitable. I mean they're just making <laughs> making great decisions fundamentally on its own without the squeeze. So, you know, I would encourage people to stay in because I think it's a great stock on top of what's going on right now. But, but if I may add the one more thing, mm -hmm. by all means, sure. it is very important to take profits along the way. Uh, long Absolutely. Hold, hold on to it. Don't mm -hmm. ever revisit it. You know, if, if you have, and I heard this being mentioned before, if, if you invested, you know, uh, $100 and you have 10x your money, by all means, that would be a good opportunity to take some profits off the table. Doesn't mean you have to sell everything. Just take, you know, at least take your investment back uh, for starters. And then you could let the rest of it ride and kind of decide when is the best time for you to exit the market. Thing about markets is there's always an entry point. There's always an exit point. That will never change. Yep. Yeah, yeah and that's, sure. that's what we were talking about. Um, that's what we were talking about early on about you know t selling as you know, this thing's climbing up. You know, take a, you know, a couple percent here, a couple percent there. Take your money back, and um, and it's interesting because I I, I went ahead and um, in addition to AMC, I I went ahead and purchased uh, some GameStop. I bought te I own a Tesla. I bought Tesla, of course, and uh, and a bunch of other companies I've never heard of. And oh, I also bought the Neo, which is the Chinese equivalent to Tesla. Upon reading the news that um, China is very angry with the United States in terms of some business logistics that are happening now, and also very mad at Elon Musk for opening these great big gigafactories in, these, in this big Tesla production factory, an American company. So China came along and said, no government employee, because they can do this, no government employee can own a Tesla. You, are, you cannot work for the government and own a Tesla. You can, however, own a Neo which is the equivalent of a Tesla in China, built in China. You know, the company that all the Tesla um, self-driving technologies, all the cameras and all the computer technologies, the company that was on board with Tesla, uh, initially they left Tesla after the Tesla had a fatal accident in 2016, and they joined NEO. They went over to NEO. Um, and so I'm reading up about this company, and I'm thinking, you know, 
you know, Tesla stock is, uh, I think right now I bought it uh, at less than 700 It's 754 now. Neo is $38. I'm like, you know what? Well, you know, what the hell? They, 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 <laughs> there you they, go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to you know, look into it now. <laughs> Neo. Um, and also, of course, I got some GameStop. And also there's this company that's working with, with the medical technology, uh, very similar to the the biophysiological process that is used to combat uh, COVID via the vaccine, they're looking at very similar mRNA uh, combatants to the disease of cancer, and they're doing this very successfully. And you read about them, and you can look them up and see what they're doing and see who's on their board and see what their, their advancements are. 26 bucks a share. Bam, I'm in. You know, uh, BBIG, also set up for a short, a small squeeze. Uh, I'm in. Uh, also, there's a company like Amazon in China. It's called Alibaba. A lot of you may have heard of Alibaba. I'm like, you know what? Oh, yeah. You know, hell, I looked at the website. It's like Amazon. It's in China, you know, but they sell like Amazon. I'm like, a lot of people live in China. Um, anyway, so and there's some others, too. But I, I went ahead and, and plunked you know, a majority, a large majority of my money, of my stock investment money um, into AMC. And here's what also is kind of interesting. I figured, you know what? I'm going to spread my – I'm going to spread some other monies to other stocks. And I am I am a not an experienced, not informed investor. I am coming to this a week – I've done this about a, a, less than a month, <laughs> right? About a month, right? And here, here's <laughs> You've what grown I've been able in to so do, much, Andy. <laughs> and, 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 and here's what I've been able to do. Here's what I've been able to do. I take some stocks, knowing that some of them are going to come down a little bit, and I'm monitoring. I literally have my coffee, and I'm by the computer all day practically. I feel like, hey, I'm not – okay, I'm exaggerating a little bit. But, uh, so, but what I look at is the stocks that are coming down, I make up for the investments that I've made that are going up. So even though yeah. the stocks are going down a little bit, I more than make up for it by the stocks that I own that are, that are going up, knowing that the stocks are – you never know anything. I shouldn't say knowing. That's the wrong word. Having a feel, an intuition from gaining knowledge, from being educated, from, and also from gut, um, that the stocks are going to creep up, those ones that are losing now. It's okay. So all in all, looking long-term, like we were talking earlier, um, it's going to be okay. You know, and I'll make whatever. As, and where else can you make? I think, I, I think I, Lee, at one time I was up 30-some percent. I think I'm up, you know, after spreading everything around, I'm still up like 18 or 19% on my money. Where are you going to make that kind of return? On what? You know, what are you, what are you yeah, going to make 18, I'm, 19%? I'm at, I'm at like three, 390% right now. <laughs> Good time to be in it. <laughs> I mean, long-term investment strategy. Have you heard of this? Uh, have you heard of AMC and all this that's going on before I reached out? Uh, just of course. I invested in AMC. Oh, see, I, you I, I just... He's, he's I am, invested. of course. I, I was I was witnessing the whole GameStop, AMC, the uh, skyrocketing. I was part of the Reddit group. <laughs> wow. Oh, good. <laughs> we got a fellow right here. <laughs> Man. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, uh, yeah it, it, uh, it was remarkable. <laughs> yeah. It's, pretty, it, it's very, very, very cool. Very significant. The, uh, oh, I might also add that... Um, Adam Aaron, who is the uh, chairman of the board of AMC and also leader holding a couple other companies, former, um, he's with United Airlines, and the guy's got an amazing background. He uh, went to school with my business partner's brother, who knows him, Abington High School, right outside oh. of Philadelphia. Yeah, and so he knows right. him. I'm like, you do? So I sent him an email today. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, <"Adam." laughs> I said, yo, dude. 
<laughs> oh, hell <I> yeah. <laughs> Let's get him on the show. <laughs> Let's get him on the show. <laughs> we'll have to clean up our act a little bit, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he went to school as a friend, was a friend, is whatever, an acquaintance of my business partner, uh, her, her brother. Uh, a class of head of my business partner, Joanna. She's yeah, but uh, but he knows him. I'm like, whoa, you know, he left Abington High School, went to Harvard, blah blah blah. But um, but that was kind of cool when I I was talking to her this morning because I I sent her an invite to open a uh, Fidelity a, a account, you know, thinking in her best interest you might want to to join this thing. Let me ask you a question, uh, Chris. Do you do you have any? There's no way nobody has a nobody's a soothsayer. Nobody has a crystal ball. Um, is this something, is this squeeze thing just based on what we know, and that's all we can say, um, going to happen anytime soon, or do you going to hold that for a really long time before it happens? What, what, what do you say? Andy, that is really, really hard to say. I mean, some of the most sophisticated, <laughs> daily active uh, <laughs> investors, you know, uh, they make predictions and even they turn out to be wrong. It's, it's really, really hard to predict that, especially in a manipulated market. Yeah, it's so hard. I wish and, I and knew. We look, uh, yeah. <laughs> if I had a crystal ball, I'd be making different decisions right now. <laughs> yeah, you're sure. And, and some people say, and let's look at AMC as a business is, uh, well, there's two ways to look at this. AMC has a $25 billion debt, right? They're actual, in terms of their, if, if this were not the squeeze thing and all these companies bought short and everything, their stock would be down single digits right now, right? Twenty. But we oh, have yeah, to look at for that. Sure. We have Right, and we have to look at that debt because about six billion of it is really cost of goods. There's cost of leases, cost of operating expenses, cost of what they need to, do. and and you, Chris, being from what you do in an accounting standpoint, can break that down in terms of their spreadsheets and everything out. It's not truly a twenty-five billion dollar debt, but it's it's definitely in the billions. So what did they do? They reached into their pockets and they took twenty-five million dollars and was facing significant debt and did something innovative, something no other movie chain has ever done in the world. And that is spend $25 million on a television campaign that's going to break soon featuring Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman yeah, is so excited happened. about this. Right? Just happened. Uh, and I saw a preview of this commercial yesterday. And what is so interesting about this um, is that Nicole Kidman sold this script. And they went out to the top talent agencies in the country. And they said, we want your time. And they got some male and female. And Nicole Kidman said yes. And they jumped on it. Um, Nicole Kidman sold the script and said, eh, we can do better. This guy's better than this. So Nicole Kidman went out and brought in a writer. Nicole Kidman went out and bought a better director and put together seven amazing commercials, which we're all going to see soon on television. Whoa! Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, now here's the other interesting thing. Only on the Andy Demanda show. Here's the other interesting (laughs) aspect, right? That uh, Adam Aaron had a conversation with GameStop. And I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. That's what I'm going to say. Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they're they're not they're not saying much. They're not saying much, and they're not saying much on purpose. So, like, uh, I don't know if you if you heard the the GameStop's quarterly earning uh, report that they just did. You know, it, it was like it, it was like light years away from what AMC's was. AMC was like I, at least an hour long. I mean, I was listening to that thing forever, and it was like GameStop was like, here's what we made, here's what we did, 
they're not saying anything of what they plan to do. Like uh-huh. the, the, they're they have something <laughs> brewing back there that they're not showing their hand to. And seriously, NFTs, if, if they do NFTs and dividends, man, I mean, it's just going to trigger it automatically. So they haven't said yet, but now that AMC and GameStop are in, you know, negotiations, I'm assuming because he wouldn't have even said it. Adam wouldn't have even brought it up if something wasn't happening. You know what I mean? So he wouldn't have even said it. So something's right. going on behind the scenes that we don't know, and that's great news for, for all of us for sure. Yeah, and even in terms of, of long term and what, what that would – and we can all – this is all hypothetical. This, we could be on the totally on the wrong racetrack here. This, this could not – you know, they could, have, they could have just reached out to have a cup of coffee together. I mean, who knows, right? But – but if if Adam went as far as to say publicly on the news on Fox publicly news, <laughs> yeah. that he reached out and had a conversation with GameStop, bam, I mean that okay why why would you know I'm sure it wasn't the just only reason you're saying that publicly game. is to say hey right. I can't show you what I'm doing but I'm doing it that's <laughs> <laughs> the reason I speculate from it yeah 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 so so I after I saw that I went you know boom I bought more. <laughs> AMC pretty quick, <laughs> and, <laughs> and 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 GameStop. Um, AMC right now. We're see where we're, see where we're at right now. We should talk about that. Even though most of our audience are, we're, you know, again, we're 23 countries around the world. Um, some new countries joining us in South America and some new in Africa um, as of the past week. But um, for those of you, a majority of our audience is in North America. And um, and some in the UK, of course, and Mexico's strong, but Germany's strong. I can go on this map. But anyway, um, so let's just go over some of these prices real quick. We can go over a game. GameStop's at one ninety three point three. AMC is fifty one point one three and holding thereabouts, right around fifty one. So they closed. Like they closed. Yeah, fifty one ninety three. They closed. Yeah, fifty one one three. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a good way to close out a Friday. <laughs> it it is. It is. And um uh Alibaba posted uh, for those of you is uh, Alibaba's looking good. Alibaba and especially I like it because and again we can't give advice on the show and make that very clear. We're not financial advisors, we're not stockbrokers, we're nothing. We're just retail investors, that's all we are. Um but I like Alibaba because um it's the Chinese Amazon and Christmas is a few months away and people start shopping and I'm sure that that's going to mean something. It's got to mean something and for, you know, I think it's $168 a share now. It's probably worth something, anything, you know, it's worth, you know, you know what the heck, right. if, if, it, if it buys you a couple of beers, you know, I'm, but being, you know, facetious, but really if it, uh, it's probably worth something. Um, and uh, you know what else I like? I'll tell you what else I like. The, uh, I, I'm a former pilot and uh, the airlines have always been a bad bet. <laughs> <laughs> for the most part, airline. Oh man, they always live down in that four dollar, seven dollar, eight dollar range. Southwest is doing real well. JetBlue, who my whole social life is JetBlue pilots, um, and, and they get a discount. <laughs> but anyway, um, JetBlue is a fabulous airline. I'm just talking about a you know as a, as a buddy to some a lot of pilots who fly them, and I fly them because I get I get buddy passes. But also, um, they're just doing a great job, and they're offering service to London right now. And a lot of people don't know this. But JetBlue is going to start flying to Hawaii on A321. So knowing that information, I went ahead and bought some JetBlue. It was at 15 something. It's at 14. So I, I'm down a dollar 80 a share or something, and I bought some JetBlue. Um, but here's what's going to happen in the airline industry: the Delta variant of Corona is causing about a 30 percent decline in airline reservations right now. About. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, and so you look, and, and like Americans looking, looking bad, Delta's looking bad, uh, Southwest eh, hanging in, but they're not, they're not, look, they're not going to be. So a thirty percent decline, and the airlines, the operating costs of an airline is humongous. And you know, you're, you're looking at yeah. even the Last salaries. Last Spirit was was doing really well in the market. Yeah. Yes, Spirit's doing, well. doing it. <laughs> Spirit is doing real well, and their root structure is seeing like like it, it, it's incredible. But here's what I I like, and I can't tell anybody what to do, obviously. But I I like the, the Jet Blues, I like the Southwest, I like the Spirits, and, and not for to get in today and get out next week. But but overall, you're you're going to make some money, I think, on on these Champion Airlines. Such a phenomenal, exquisite job in managing their their staff, their equipment, their routes. They've really been very efficient, and um, and it's something you get in. You know, if it goes down a few bucks, goes up a few bucks, um, and these are companies that are going to be there in the long haul. It's like you buy a house and you you don't buy a house to sell it tomorrow unless you're in the house flipping business. But um, it's like doing that kind of deal. And and we were talking about that earlier uh, with also the capital gains. And Chris is talking earlier about the, the long term. You hold on to something. You're, you have a better tax advantage also by getting to some of these stocks um, on the long haul versus getting today, getting up tomorrow where you're going to be slapped with the tax bill. But anyway, um, this AMC, this AMC uh, venture is, uh, you know, I mean, I'm, uh, I don't know if it's good or bad, but it's just captured my life. My, my wife is going, what are you doing over there? What are you, what are you doing? I'm like, I know she's doing her work. She's a university professor doing a lot of work from home. And I go into her office. So I'm like, it just went for three dollars. It went for three dollars. What the? Hey, I made you order on this. I made. What are you doing? Chris knows the struggle. If, if you're part of the if you're part of the Reddit crowd, <laughs> the struggle is real from the beginning, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course, of course. Look, uh, you know, in in life, we're the schooling system. <laughs> not to get into that, but we're all kind yeah. of trained and developed to think of. Uh, of the certain steps that you know one has to take in life: go to school, get a degree, get a job, you know, save for retirement, four hundred one k, and you know, it's like the same cycle for everybody. And yeah, that, for there's sure. nothing necessarily wrong with that for some people, but you know, if if you want to do a little bit more and kind of uh, open your eyes and see what is a one percent doing, for instance, it's not that that I could tell you. And it's that's why <laughs> that's it's for important sure. to, to think of these things and to have these conversations. And to talk about uh, you know uh, these, these topics with people with uh, similar interests, because thinking outside the box is uh, what's going to help you get there. Essentially, you know, there is no reward without risk. So there's not. Right. Just have to keep that in mind. And you got to think a company, a big steak sandwich chain, makes their money by selling stock, not steak. They sell steak. They got to have a good right. quality. They got to have people come to the door, or they're not in business. But put that aside. Yeah, they got to focus on the business. They got to have a good product. They got to have good competitive prices. Blah blah blah. But put that aside. Their gain in in worth, in corporate worth, is by selling stock, not stake. It's all about answering to their investors. And what this AMC, this AMC, uh, I don't know what you call it. Whatever it is, this this AMC mechanism that we're participating in, is teaching us all that we. Can in our own way, what, to whatever extent we can play the game, whatever extent we can, we can we can do the same thing as the stake chain selling stock and gain and making corporate net worth by the stock market, investing in buying companies, investing in other companies outside of their own. We as retail individual investors can do that in our own lives. We can make a difference. 
Don't make a difference in our own lives. Guess what we also do? We make a difference in the lives of other people. And isn't that really what this is all about? You know, I look at, you know, yeah. how, how can I benefit other people in a positive way? How can I benefit my community? How can I benefit the economy? I can make more money and I can buy things. I want to buy another guitar. Somebody's got to build that guitar. I need the money to make it. If I'm, building, if I'm buying more guitars, they've got to hire the people to build them. And the only way I can buy that right. guitar is if I make more money. Right? And if I get my paycheck and here's what I do and I make tuition and my mortgage and my thing and then I retire and my 401k, I, I, I decided a long time ago, I, I mean a real long time ago, maybe before I went to college and I went to an aviation university, became a young age, bam, you know, so I wanted to do it. But I decided this, that I, the, the, the concept of having to work for a living doesn't sound very appetizing to me. Why would somebody want to, I got to work, huh? Why would you want to, you know, I want to do something that, that isn't work to me. It's not work to me. I, I, want to, I want to wake every day and get paid to be Andy. How do you do that? Not that you have to be Andy. I'm not to me. I want to be <laughs> I want to get paid and be like Lee. That's good with me. <laughs> so, so even, oh, I'm even sure millions you, would agree with us. <laughs> yeah, so even if you have that paycheck job, and, and most do, I mean, whatever it is that you do, however it is, if you own your own business, whatever it is, and you're, you're, you're encompassed by that business. I'm not going to use the word slave to that business, but you're encompassed by that business. There's a certain fraction of your life. There's something you might be able to do. There's a certain amount of, of risk you can take that will create a, an amazing amount of, first of all, pleasure for you and your family and your life and, and, your, and your, social, your whole environment and also benefit others by you, part, by you making that breakthrough, by you making that change, by you saying, you know what, I'm going to go to the end of the diving board and guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to dive off. And watch what other breakthroughs happen in your life by making that one breakthrough. Watch what occurs. It's not just that one thing that's going yeah. to occur. Other things are going to start happening. And, and watch it. And it, I, I, I open up, you. This is going to open up all kinds of deals, all kinds of doors for all types yeah. of people, all walks of life that are in on this. If you got, yeah. you know, if we got 3.2 million apes out there, you know, and growing, I'm, I'm for sure. You got all different kinds of walks of life. You got people that want to be politicians that, you know, that can make the changes that, you know, get these corporate assholes out of here <laughs> and have the money to do it. You know what I mean? So yeah. you've, you've just got a whole new generation of, of money that's, I, in my opinion, is just going to change the way that this whole deal works. <laughs> and I'm excited for that personally. I have plenty yeah. of, of things that I want to do, and I'm sure that, you know, everybody else does. Uh, you know, I've gotten, while I'm on this radio show with you, I've gotten mm -hmm. seven different phone calls <laughs> at the closing <laughs> bell, which I'm sure everybody is like, holy shit, wait. <laughs> we all made money this week. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's real. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm, you know, especially because my, you know, my main thing as of recent has been really in, in the music business. As a touring, performing guitar. I'm a guitar player. I mean, I've done well. It's been, you know, 29-year career and I've done other things as well. But the music's been, you know, I, I can actually say that I, I'm a singer-songwriter, a guy with a guitar that's done pretty well in the business. And, you know, that's, it's, you know, wow. Okay, I know I'm lucky though. So, but I've sat down here at the, at, since you got me into this, Lee, um, I'm, I'm making, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put more into it because I can see what I'm learning. I don't want to do anything stupid. I'm not going to be stupid about this. I'm going to be, isn't, uh, you know, as intelligent as I can be and as educated and, and, and take simple baby right. steps and learn, learn along the way, make some mistakes along the way. And that's why I'm just playing with a little bit of money here and there and just, okay, got it, got it, got it. And you learn, you develop your, 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 the ability to create, to make that decision, to think intuitively, 
uh, grows and develops as well. And and you and you're always going to make mistakes along the lines. You can't live a flawless life. You can't do anything in life that doesn't have mistakes that go with it. There's always a cost and a payoff for everything you do, no matter what it is, folks. Remember that there's a cost and a payoff for every decision you make in your life, as there are in in, in participating in this. But as you become more educated, as you become more intuitive in, in how you're able to conduct yourself within that activity, you're you're going to be, get better and better and better. You're going to get better at it. And that's, that's what I'm doing right now. That's, that's what I'm doing. And it's working out for me. So I'm making these paychecks. I'm not really making the paychecks. I'm leaving my money in. But if I wanted to, I'm making paychecks like I just want to play a bunch of guitar gigs and I haven't left my computer. I'm thinking, who, right. I'm, looking all these guitar, I'm looking at all these guitars. I'm like, and who needs you? I love it. So, so before we uh, before we have to wrap, uh, Chris, I want you to just shout out your info, uh, where they can uh, reach you, the listeners that you know are going to want an accountant either now, you know, for for personal things or for their own business or for after the squeeze when this all goes down. Uh, where can they reach you? Instagram, Facebook, however, just go ahead and shout it out so we know where to where to get you. Of course, of course. Thank you. Uh, so my my firm is called Var Accounting Group. That's V A R and. Uh, for the sake of ease, you could just reach me personally at uh, Chris, C-H-R-I-S, at varaccounting.com, or you could call me directly on my uh, direct line. It's, the error code is 818-646-9444. As Leah's told you, I'm a very personable, uh, hands-on accountant. You could call me anytime just to have a conversation. I'd be happy to help and uh, see if you know I, I could be useful to you somehow. And it was really, truly a privilege to be on the show as well. Uh, you definitely gained a, a frequent listener from me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, it was absolutely uh, my pleasure to have you on. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it, man. And uh, for everyone listening, this is my guy. Uh, everybody's got the yeah. guy. This is the guy. So <laughs> I would encourage you to reach out if, if you need those uh, those accounting skills done. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Chris, Chris, thanks so much. And we might even have, you know, as we as we continue our discussion in, in money matters and finance and tax, we're, we're probably going to uh, you'll hear from us again to invite you back on the show. And and we want to thank you uh, truly uh, for joining us on this uh, on this program. It's of been course, great it'll you. be a privilege. Yeah, great, great. Thank you. Thanks very much, man. All the very best. You have a good day, and and we'll see you again on our show shortly. Take care now, Chris. Thank Sounds you. Bye bye. Thank you. Hello? Hello? Yeah, hi. We're still on. There we go. I want to see if I hit the right button. We are back. There we yes. are. Okay. That, that was, that was, that was, a, uh, that was a, a, a terrific conversation. And thank you so much, Lee, for, for getting uh, Chris on the show. Um, absolutely. This has been great. This, is, this has just been absolutely a wonderful experience. And again, folks, um, you know, we're all, we're, all, we're all growing as a result of this in, in one way or another. Um, you know, the I, I've seen I've seen phenomenal growth in you, Andy. I'm just telling you. <laughs> you were so wet behind the ears of this whole thing <laughs> when I was telling you about it. And now you're telling me shit that I don't know. I like it. <laughs> but you, you, and in this play, and I wonder about when this is going to happen too. And so part of me sits back and says, "Wait a minute, you know, I, I'm I'm putting significant funds in this. So I'm like, you know, I, I I support my kids and you know other things, and I'm like, you know, that's." Uh, I'm like, wait, you know, if I, how long do I have to wait for this? Because I really, you know, I got everyone, everyone in, in the whole community hates dates because 
it, it just gets you anticipating, and then when it doesn't come, it just sets you up for failure. But what I will tell yeah. you is everybody is anticipating October 1st, all kinds of SEC rules are coming into effect. All these clampdowns are all coming in. I just read, and you can't quote me on it yet because I just saw the headline of it, uh, that they're they're going to be shutting down the dark pools. And, and oh. when that happens, my friend. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Every, everyone's it's, speculating October first. This thing this thing is just gonna just gonna run. And I personally feel that it's coming soon. I, I, the the wait is is a struggle. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, you know, is. I, is. I'm all in yeah. and I'm going to stay all in until until we're here. So <laughs> when, yeah, that, when uh, that rocket goes off, we're going to be on it to the moon, man. <laughs> as, as many of us are, and I'm hoping, and as I said earlier in the show, we got to all join hands here in one way or another, and and uh, and and not 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 uh, you know submit to temptation. You know, as this thing climbs to the the 400, you know, you bought it 30, 40, 50 dollars share, whatever, and that suddenly it's 400, 500, 700, 1,000, 2,000, 10,000. The, the temptation to sell. Hell yeah, I bought you know, uh, but but it can it can go to a hundred thousand or more, folks, <laughs> and that's I'm not making, and I'm not making that up. I'm not making that up. That's, that's a fact. Yeah, it's you know everybody has like well, not everybody those who are experienced investors have tried and true investor styles coming into play. Um, you know, as the economy grows, the economy you know shrinks a little bit, whatever goes up and down. Um, as commerce continues to grow and companies along with it. Um, everybody has their investing style. We know, um, you know, what the fundamental value of that is on a, on a, on an individual basis and, um, what the risks are. Um, but, you know, if you're a conservative investor, the reward of this situation far outweighs, far outweighs the risk because the reward is limitless. It's a limitless reward. Think about it. Yeah. Very true. Think about it. Yeah. Now, if, I like those kind of rewards. <laughs> yeah. Some of my favorite yeah. rewards, limitless. Yeah, like, like, let's say if you're looking, let's like, let's say you're looking at rig. I don't have any Apple stock, but that's, Apple's one of the long term. Microsoft, Apple, blah 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 blah. Even uh, um, Tesla is probably in that group now, and so forth. Uh, let's just say it's Apple, for example. And there's a certain point in time. Um, let's say where the stock's five hundred to a thousand dollars. I don't know what the price of Apple is or what it's going to be. Um, but there's going to be no demand when it hits a certain price. You know, when it hits, you know, would you spend, let's say it's, right. it's, it's, you know, I don't know what Apple is. I guess I can look, but I'm just going to hypothetically guess it's 300, 300. Would you pay a thousand dollars for it? There'd be no, no demand, right? No, no, <laughs> right. No. So, so once it reaches a certain price, you know, we're kind of done. But AMC, think about this. Just think about this. AMC has guaranteed the high price demand, as long as there are short positions out there that need to be covered. They're it's guaranteed. It week after week after week after week, month after month. <laughs> it, it, it is guaranteed. So if I'm a typical investor... The proof investor, is in the pudding. Yeah. The numbers are there. <laughs> There's no yeah, lying about tip- it. The numbers are there. Exactly. If I'm a typical investor and I've got Apple, and it's three, four hundred, suddenly I'm not going to pay a thousand for it, ten thousand. Why would I do that, right? But as long as there are shorts, they have to be covered. They will be canceled and covered. It has to happen. Can't not happen, right? It's, again, right. Example: you go, the, you go to the casino, you bet on the black, it lands on red. You're, you're you can't take, tell the casino you change your mind. It's got to be covered. Your, your bet has got to be covered. That that's a short kind of a simple illustration of what this is about. So knowing that as long as there are short positions out there, 
It doesn't matter. If there's 5 billion short positions, every single one of those 5 billion positions needs to be covered. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if reported. <laughs> doesn't get much simpler than that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there could be 90 it is million. It is. <laughs> there could be 90 million short positions. If everybody holds out till it's a million dollars a share, guess what they got to do? They got to pay every single person a million dollars a share for every single share of stock that was sold short. Every single one of them. That's guaranteed. You nailed that. So if the hedgehogs have to cover this, you're, you're just speaking truth, man. I'm I'm over here listening. This is absolute truth, and I'm trying to simplify this just for listeners who who are just trying to to understand what this is about. And I'm making these simple little illustrations, a little more complex than my than my illustrations that I'm saying on the microphone here. But basically, that that cover, that is true. What I'm saying is true, and I'm using short little simple illustrations to depict that. The hedge funds have to cover the stocks, and, and the only reason they don't have to cover it is if AMC goes bankrupt. If AMC goes bankrupt, it's going to happen. Ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen. Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> no, no. And I, know, and I know that you don't see that happening, folks. In, 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 I mean, anybody who knows AMC movies, movie theaters, the movie studios aren't going to let it happen, first of all. Not gonna, no, nobody, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Even if you look at that debt, which isn't a true $25 billion, but well, let's say it's uh, $18 billion, probably closer to what it is. And I'm not simplifying $18 billion as being any kind of short debt to anybody. Um, right. They're, 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 they're going to sports now and entertainment events and movies and, and joint ventures with the streaming services that are going to be able to release a movie in AMC and also on your, your cable or whatever streaming service you have. Both companies will benefit so they're doing all sorts of very innovative. They're going to release TV commercials. They're going to drive people back to the theaters safely. It's going to happen. So kind of we're breaking records right now with what we're, we're talking about here. People are going to the movies in record. And that's happening. You know, that's what's going to happen. When, when these things open up, you're yeah. going to see a lot of – if you're an AMC stockholder, you get free popcorn. I might want to add that. Okay, now <laughs> – the, the, oh, by the way – I tried to find out. You know, they wanted to know what, what where I live in L.A. and they, they said there's no AMC theaters near me here. Is there an uh, AMC theater near? So it's, oh, they did. It's, yeah, they just they just bought a really big one. Um, okay. So I think by the end of the year it's going to be open. Good, good. Because I was saying I want popcorn. Where do I go? They said you can't. I'm like, damn. <laughs> yeah, well, they just they just bought two in LA, but the, I know that they said that it was the second highest grossing uh, movie theater in LA, so they just bought that. <laughs> so See, there we uh, go. Yeah, you'll be able to see it in style, man. That theater is awesome. <laughs> and if you look at AMC as a business, let's look at the business. Let's say forget the squeeze for a minute. I'm looking at buying AMC stock as a business investment because I believe in the company. Let's just say you know. Was the case. Um, their debt obligations extend out beyond 2023. When, as they open up, and and you know, hopefully, I'm 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 just putting COVID out of the way right now. I mean, hopefully, we'll get that resolved. But it's going to be resolved. And it's, the numbers will go down. The question is, again, when right. is that going to happen? And even if it doesn't, we'll we'll have safety adjustments in place so people can go to the movie theater and enjoy themselves. So no matter how you look at it, people are going to movies, no matter how. COVID or no COVID, it's going to happen. Absolutely. So everything in terms of just the business itself is pointing to the recovery of AMC. And therefore, everything is pointing to the fact that their shorts are going to be covered on AMC stock. The company ain't going anywhere, folks. It's, it's that do, do the due diligence yourself. Do it yourself. Don't listen to me. Do it yourself. 
Okay. Um, the short shares are outstanding. We, we own the supply. We own it. And the supply has to be bought back at the price that we dictated to be bought back. It's as simple as that. And hope that everybody realizes that. And yes, it might be fun to complicate things. It might be fun to go through different scenarios and theories and things. Um, it's all fun to address. Um, but, you know, it, what are the ifs? You know, you know, you can paint all these, well, what if, what if, what if. But there's facts that are dictating what's going gonna, gonna to happen. Anyway, I'm going to um, – yeah, I can't drive home enough. I can't drive home enough um, – you know, I tried. I did do my best. You know, I did okay driving this thing. <laughs> you did great. <laughs> Before they kick us out of I'm here. I'm proud of you, buddy. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, so we're we're running, now running three minutes over they, what they gave us. So uh, thank you for hanging in there with us, folks. But we have to wrap this show. It's been a lot of fun. I want to I want to thank uh, Lee Van Dusen, Chris. I can't pronounce his last name. You have to excuse me. But Chris. You're, but you're the end. Thank you for joining. Bajarbadian. Bajarbadian. Thank you, Chris Bajarbadian, um, for joining our show. Chris, thank you for stepping in for Amanda Love um, uh, on this show. It's been a lot of fun. Enjoyed having you. And, of course, you know, coming back is, and talking more about this as we move along here, hopefully next uh, Friday. And, um, yeah. and wish everybody a great weekend. Again, most of you are listening to this podcast through the weekend. Hope you, hope you gain something from it, um, Fidelity Investments, go open up an account. If you haven't done so already, put some money in there and buy AMC. That's all I can say, folks. It'll change your life. Seriously, it will. That's all I can say, you know? Absolutely. So, um, <laughs> yeah, on, uh, so for the Andy and Amanda show, for Cornell Butler, for Lee Van Dusen, for Chris Van Darbari, uh, you say it. Van <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for tuning in. <laughs> I want to thank everybody um, for tuning in and uh, we'll uh, we'll see everybody on Monday Monday morning we go on at 9 a.m. California at noon and East Coast at 5 p.m. and UK 515-605-9888 is the number you dial to join our show everybody have a great weekend and thanks so much for listening we're out of here take care <laughs>